welcome back to Lightshed Research, the podcast that puts our research notes in your ears for your convenience. July 5th, 2022, the Lightshed Earnings Scorecard Edition 4. Welcome to the fourth edition of the Lightshed Earnings Scorecard. We're happy to report that the length of prepared remarks declined in Q1. Meanwhile, the discussion about inflation picked up dramatically and we added recession to the list of terms we track. Please enjoy our ongoing and hopefully entertaining mission to hold companies and analysts accountable for the quality of earnings calls. 67 companies, 61 listening hours. We now track the quarterly earnings calls of 67 companies. This quarter, we added Paramount, Chantel, The New York Times, and Trade Desk. We removed Nielsen and Twitter since they did not host conference calls because they are being acquired. These 67 companies were responsible for 61 total listening hours. Click here for a table that shows the complete list of tracked companies and the time they split between prepared comments and Q&A. Q1 Hall of Fame. As a reminder, the Hall of Fame is reserved for companies that keep their prepared remarks to less than 10 minutes. DoorDash retained the top spot. It begins Q&A immediately after its safe harbor statements. Uber is a new member, cutting its prepared remarks by two-thirds since last quarter. America Mobile and Roblox dropped out this quarter. Members, DoorDash, Uber, Dish, Fiaset. Q1 Hall of Shame. The Hall of Shame is for companies with prepared remarks longer than 35 minutes. Trade Desk, which is new to our survey, joins the Hall of Shame. Cogent remains the undisputed worst with an insufferable 44 minutes of prepared remarks, six minutes longer than the next longest AMC Entertainment. Members, Cogent, AMC Entertainment, Snap, Trade Desk. Congrats to the five prior Hall of Shame members who cut back their prepared remarks in Q1 to under our 35-minute threshold. American Tower, Comscope, Digital Bridge, Sinclair, and U.S. Cellular TDS. Q1 quarters weren't so great. The use of great quarter guys or some other congratulatory remarks abated in Q1. However, the biggest abusers still tend to be concentrated on the Apple, Qualcomm, and core conference calls. We also decided to start tracking the firms that are most prone to dole out compliments. Morgan Stanley came out on top with six, Cowan was second at five, all others did not show up more than twice. Fading into the Metaverse. We started tracking the term metaverse in Q3 when it was emerging onto the conference call buzzword scene. Its use seemed to have fizzled out. Metaverse was mentioned 16 times on 6 calls in Q1, down from 31 times on 9 calls in the prior quarter. If we exclude MetaCall, the stats would be 9 times on 5 calls, down from 17 times on 8 calls in Q4. The Inflation Watch. We began tracking use of the word inflation last quarter for obvious reasons. As expected, mentions of inflation increased to 158 times on 39 calls, 58% of calls in Q1, from 68 times on 18 calls, 28% of calls in Q3. Most notably, Amazon accounted for 20 of the mentions in Q1. Now tracking recession. Recession fears have pushed to the forefront. Walt wrote a note last week providing some cost-cutting recommendations for wireless operators in a recessionary environment. Recession was mentioned 29 times on 12 calls in Q1, up from 2 times on 2 calls in Q4. It's a bear market. might finally be time to stop packing your calls with bulls. We are seeing an improving trend of companies that pack the first questions on their calls with analysts that have buy ratings. Although, to be clear, it's still the most common trend for companies as over 70% of Q&A sessions lead off with a question from an analyst with a buy rating. Hiding from the sell ratings is sad. Many management teams still avoid taking questions from analysts with sell ratings. Perhaps addressing those questions will lead to a reconsideration from investors that are short the stock. More importantly, where is the board in requiring the management teams to address tough questions? We caveat this chart to note that we do not know if all the sell-rated analysts actually logged in to ask a question. Props to Lumen, who took four questions from analysts with sell ratings. 
click here for the complete list. We also compare the percentage of ratings on a company that are sell or neutral to the percentage of questions taken from analysts with those ratings. It's a ratio of ratios. The worst performers of the 67 companies we track are shown in the table below. Iridium is on this table because firms listed as neutral and sell on Bloomberg do not appear to be actively covering the stock. If you suspect that is the case for other companies on this list, let us know. Finally, this is our list of companies that have embraced the skeptics. Although to be fair, some companies only have skeptics. Take AMC and Networks. It has only fielded questions from sell or neutral rated analysts in all of our surveys, but it has only one buy and it's unknown if that Morningstar analyst even registered to ask a question. Congrats to Disney for topping this list. Great Q&A, guys. Contact us if you would like the complete list to see where your favorite company ranked or if you have other suggestions on what to track on these calls. Thanks for listening and have a great Q2 earnings season. <laughs>